So, a few key things before I get into it. One, I work the front desk at an internal medicine clinic. Two, all the phones are Cisco phones that have caller ID and a history log. Three, I've worked here for three years and I know pretty much all of the patients extremely well. So well that our doctor will ask me if someone is our patient or not because I can remember extremely insignificant details off the top of my head, such as a person's middle initial in their name. Four, I'm the only person who works the front desk, so unless I'm already on a call, I answer every phone call that comes into the clinic. Five, because I answer every call, I know many patients just by the sound of their voice, especially if they call frequently. Six, the doctor I work for doesn't take new patients, so we don't have an extremely high number of patients. This is also why I know so many of them so well, because it's mostly the same people over and over, with rarely any new faces to learn. Seven, the patient in question during this event, I know super well, because he has the pseudo-bulbar effect where you cry or laugh in inappropriate situations. I worked there when he was diagnosed, and it's kind of a rare disease, so I remember him especially well, because he often has episodes in the waiting room while checking in, and I try to make him as comfortable as possible by acting as if nothing is out of the ordinary. I would say he's one of my favorites because he's a very sweet and very kind man regardless, and he's treated me with nothing but respect. Unfortunately, not the case for all of our patients. 8. Because of the pandemic and given that most of our patients come to appointments with no acute problems, the office is doing pretty much every appointment as telemedicine, with a few exceptions here and there, for things that absolutely cannot be treated over the phone. 9. Telemedicine here is just a normal phone call because the physician isn't very tech-savvy. The majority of our patient population is geriatric, so they really aren't tech-savvy either. So we don't do video chat or anything like that. And lastly, 10. The office is small. We have one physician, two nurses, and me, which is the front desk. And I work in a separate but very open room with a big checkout window and a door on the same side that stays open facing the desk that the physician and one nurse sits at. We can just talk normally across the room to hear each other. So, generally, I kinda zone out while the doctor is doing telemedicine appointments, but subconsciously listen for certain keywords or phrases that he usually says every single time before he sends the call to me when he's done to schedule the patient's next follow-up appointment. I'm halfway listening, and I know that he's on the phone and this patient calls in that I mentioned earlier with the pseudobulbar effect, We'll just call him Mr. L. Mr. L says that he was on the phone with the doctor for his telemedicine appointment, but the call dropped. Not a big deal. This happens somewhat often. I said back to him, I think he's on the phone with someone right now, let me check for you, hold on one second. And I put him on hold. I was double-checking that he was on a patient call and not a personal call. This doctor will literally talk on his cell phone to friends about everything in the world. Hunting, fishing, football, you get the picture. He's older, and he doesn't really text, he just talks on the phone a lot. And he does this all the time, but he'll only call patients on the desk Cisco phone. So I see that he's talking on his desk phone, obviously to a patient, I assume. He would never make a personal call on the Cisco desk phones because our company records all the phone calls. And I picked the phone back up after being put on hold and said, Hey, Mr. L, he's on the phone with another patient right now. Just stay by your phone and I'll get him to call you right back. But when I picked up from hold, 
there wasn't anyone there. So I start saying hello a few times before hanging up because it was just dead silent. The nurse who sits behind the doctor on the other side of the room turns around to face me and says, Wait, who did you just hang up with? And I was like, uh, Mr. L, why? She replied back to me and said, Um, because that's who he's talking on the phone to right now. Keep in mind, the doctor is still on the phone as she's telling me this, and she's telling me that he's been on the phone with Mr. L this entire time. I knew without a doubt from the moment Mr. L called in that the doctor was on a call already, and was on this call the entire time with zero interruptions. Me and the nurse are just extremely bewildered by this, and by the time the doctor was done with his call and he sent it to me to schedule the next appointment, I asked Mr. L if his call had dropped at any point in time, or if he called the office in the last few minutes. For our telemedicine appointments, the doctor calls the patient, not the other way around. He told me, Well, I dropped my phone on the floor, but I just picked it back up and kept talking. He seemed confused by my questions, so I didn't push it any further. Me and the nurse, who realized this, then checked the call log history, and it confirmed that the doctor's phone had a call with Mr. L for around 13 minutes without interruption. And... My phone also had a call during that time, from the same number. His first and last name also show up on the caller ID, and it was on both phones. I also confirmed with the doctor that his call with Mr. L was never interrupted, and he confirmed that it wasn't at any point. When I told him what happened, he just chuckled and said, Hey, we're living in the Twilight Zone, and had zero logical explanation for it. I also recognized his voice, and there's zero doubt in my mind that it was indeed Mr. L that I spoke to. So the only reasonable explanation the nurse that witnessed this and I could seem to come up with is that maybe in another dimension when Mr. L dropped his phone on the floor, it did drop the call, and when he called back, I answered in this dimension, but he was disconnected after I put him on hold since it was radio silence after I picked it back up. And honestly... If you have any reasonable explanations other than it was just someone else calling in, because I know that that was impossible. The call history log backed up, it was the exact same phone number, and I know it was his voice. Please do feel free to shoot them below. I'm honestly just mind blown by this. And while I was never disbelieving of alternate dimensions before, I was skeptical because of the lack of hardcore proof, but... This has definitely convinced me. I should note that the nurse who experienced this as well said that she'd had a few other strange things happen to her earlier that day before this incident. First, she said that her son sent her a Snapchat saying, It'll buff out, randomly. She replied back with, What are you talking about? Thinking he sent it to her accidentally. But nope. He said that she sent him a Snapchat of a huge scratch on her new car, and he replied, it'll buff out. Except there was no scratch on her new car. I guess you could say that maybe someone else sent him a scratch on their car, but he swears it was his mom's new car and she sent it to him. Second, her boyfriend sent her a text saying, haha, that's so funny, to a meme she supposedly tagged him in on Facebook. But she said she never tagged him in one, and when he tried to go back and find it, it wasn't there. I will say that, She'd mentioned these things to me before the incident above, but 
I honestly just brushed it off, thinking that maybe they were just confused, as these could be easy things to mix up. I don't think she just got excited and started making stuff up after what happened with Mr. L, because she mentioned it all before it all happened. However, since this is not my own personal account, I didn't exactly see proof of this other than the text message from the boyfriend, and I'm not so quick to fully believe this and take it for what you will, just thought it was also worth mentioning. This is my first post, and I'll just say up front that I always look for normal and logical explanations before anything else. But this one has really been a challenge for me, and is one of the reasons I've been researching this forum. It may not sound glitchy at first, but the second part seems like it could be. Here's my story, and I'll break it up into a noise part and objects part. Noise. A couple of years ago, I was struggling with the worst bout of depression I've had since I was a teenager. My daughter is a teenager, and she lives with me full-time. This night was pretty normal, and I don't remember anything unusual before going to bed, other than the fact that it was winter, and there was a lot of freezing rain falling. However, once I was asleep, I woke up to a very loud thumping noise at around 2.30 in the morning or so. I stayed awake with my eyes open in the dark, and I heard it again and again in what seemed like a rhythmic pattern. I thought it was from my closet, but when I turned in that direction, I heard it from what sounded like the opposite direction. It was loud, and in a full-on rhythm now, almost like a heartbeat. Again, I thought of music, but that didn't really feel right, and I felt my fear rising. I started to think that maybe someone was trying to break into my house, or was pounding on the front door, but I wasn't sure. I was concerned enough that I turned on my light, and I got my gun from my safe. Again, the sound was in a full-on rhythm, and the hallway was dark under my bedroom door, which was shut. I opened the door, and quickly turned on the hallway light, and checked nearby rooms. Nope, nothing. Strangely, the sound had not really changed despite the fact that I had changed locations in the house. I started to worry about my sanity on top of whatever threat there may or may not be. I checked on my daughter, and I woke her up, and I asked her if she heard the noise. She said yes, after a few moments. Well, I guess at least I wasn't just hearing things. To speed the story up, we checked the living room, bathrooms, entry doors, all locked, the door to the garage, which was also locked. The sound was still there. I began to think it might have been the vent on the roof which had gone bad once before and made some weird sounds in the hallway. So I got up enough nerve to disable the alarm and check the backyard and look on the roof at my roof's vent. Here's where things started to get a little too weird for me. The sound could not be heard outside. At all. Nothing was blowing or banging on the windows, my vents were silently spinning, and the noise was just inside. I confirmed this by going back in the house, and the noise was still there. I then went to the garage, and I didn't hear the noise. The doors were all shut as well. I came back in, and we really tried to figure it out. And then finally, the noise just kind of 
went away. We were very bothered, but after searching the house a few times again, we went to bed. It was difficult to get sleep after that. And then objects. Several days later, I was still a bit shaken up from the situation and had been researching what it could have been. I didn't have any answers that made sense. This morning, I went into the living room to look for the remote to turn the TV on. I was annoyed because the battery cover was missing on it, but I turned on the TV and moved on. I then ran across the remote again in another room with a cover on it. This was strange, so I went back to the living room and there was the coverless remote where I left it. Both remotes were identical Vizio TV remotes otherwise. Both worked on my TV and we didn't have any other Vizio devices in the house. This bothered me more than normal because of how close it happened to the noise, but I was okay and just tried to work through it in my head. I continued on with my day. I opened a kitchen drawer to get a jar opener. We have one that came from a pampered chef's party. My ex had thrown, so we only had that one. Well, not anymore. There were two in the drawer. At this point, I started to have an existential crisis of sorts. This all really bothered me that I had my daughter verify that she saw both of each objects, which she did. To make things even stranger, a third object appeared to have been duplicated, but I don't remember what it was. In fact, even almost right after it happened, I had trouble remembering what that object was every time I told the story or attempted to recall it. I just remembered that there was a third item and it freaked me out even more than the others. I still can't remember what it was no matter how hard I try. A few days later, I found out that my ex-sister-in-law was missing a remote to her Vizio TV. Yep, and it was missing a battery cover. I have no idea why it was at my house, but it did turn out to be hers. The other objects have never been claimed. I've never had any good explanations for these events, but I have one slight possibility for the noise. I had a friend say that her floor vents in her house flooded one time, and she experienced a similar sound. It's not a bad explanation, I do have floor vents, and there was a lot of rain slash freezing rain. However, it's never happened since, and I never saw water in the vents. Does anyone have any thoughts or any experience with something similar? Hi guys, before I delve into this story, I'm going to give you some background information to help with it. I'm currently an apprentice electrician in the UK, and at the moment I'm working with my dad. He's training me up, and we have a contract at a set of leisure centers around where I live in the UK. He's had this contract for around 17 years now, and I've been helping him out since I was probably 4-5 to five years old. This information is mostly helpful to the story. Fast forward maybe a year ago, I finished school altogether and started working with my dad. We're at the leisure center, and we're working on the dry side of the building. It's split into two. Wet side is the swimming pool building, which I believe was built before the dry side building, which contains the gym, sports hall, and dance studio. They're connected by a bridge, which is over the side car park area. The dry side building is quite large. It's three stories, but rather tall. 
It's shared with a few other businesses, however the sports center takes up a majority of the building. I can't find much information on the building, but it was probably built around the late 70s or early 80s judging by the electrical system and panels installed, which have never been changed. Anyways, I've had this on my mind for a while. I remember around a year ago I was in this room that was uh, like some kind of storage room. It was tatty and looked like it was some kind of old shower room or toilets. I recall we went in to look at the light as it was still in use for storage and they wanted it working, as the control gear had failed on the light. The room had a load of old tiles, like typical cheap ones you'd find in the public toilet, etc., on the walls and traces of it being previously a shower room or bathroom. I asked my dad about it, and he said something like, yeah, these were the old male showers, or something along those lines. Anyway, we do the job and then we leave. I really think nothing of it, until I was thinking about the building and then thinking about why I can't seem to see this room anymore around three to four months ago. I was thinking maybe it was the room where the old electrical panels are, but it definitely isn't. They've never changed position, and the layout of that room has always been the same. I'm thinking about this for a while, and very soon after my previous job, I found out we were working mostly down on the ground floor. That floor hasn't got too much to it, as it's mostly occupied by another company. So I'm opening the door to this room, thinking this is it, but it's not. It's the mains room, where the entire building is powered from. I find myself going upstairs then and looking for flashing LED lights to repair, as they've been reported in one of the changing rooms. So I take a little longer to look around this area. No trace at all. There's no room that was like the one I worked in around a year ago. So I ask my dad something like, Hey, where are the old male changing rooms located? You know, the, the room with all the old tiles in the wall and the showers. He looks at me confused and said something along the lines of, Huh? I don't know about that room. Taking into consideration that he's worked this building for 17 years, he did his first job in the contract here 17 years ago, and he remembers a lot of the jobs he's done over the years. He even showed me some other jobs that he did 16 plus years ago, so... I have no reason to believe he's unsure of the building. What's concerning is that a room has disappeared, and I seem to be the only one to remember it. Edit. I found a room very similar to this at another site that I was working at today. I never even knew this third floor sector of this site actually existed. My dad even knew all about it after I said, Since when has there been any stairs going up another level here? Anyways, I never actually got to have a proper look, but I was pulling in some cable down into this corridor, and I came to the stairs to notice they continued to another level. I walk up, and I see it's the smaller sports hall balcony, which came as a shock to me. Anyway, I peer up and see this room with a window overlooking the small sports hall. It's clearly unused, and the walls are tiled and old-looking, like 90s era, and like the ones that I remember at the other site where I was convinced the room disappeared. I'm going to go up and have a look tomorrow. It's certainly the strangest place for a room, but the site was built around a similar time to the dry side. This was completely shocking to me. I wasn't actively looking for the room today, so this could be a breakthrough. 
On March 23rd of 2020, I delivered to a customer. I'm a truck driver. I'm required to be on the docks of my customer to confirm the deliveries. About halfway through the delivery, the receiver turns to the forklift driver and says to him, Hey, I forgot to tell you, but I cooked for my daughter last night. She was in town, so I had the pleasure to cook for her. And the forklift driver replies, Oh yeah? That's great. What'd you make for her? Oh, I cooked stuffed bell peppers. My daughter loves stuffed bell peppers. Meanwhile, at the opposite end of the dock, an argument is getting heated by a couple of younger employees. It's getting bad enough that it takes the three of our attention away from the conversation and our work, so I ask, where's the supervisor? In which the receiver replies, he's not going to do anything. I don't know how he got the job. To this, the forklift driver says, I'm just glad that I'm nearing retirement. This time next year I'll be at home and not fooling with any of this. The next time I deliver to this customer is August 10th, 2020. About halfway through the load, the receiver says, Hey! And then at this point I get a very euphoric deja vu feeling. I forgot to tell you, but I cooked for my daughter last night. Now I knew that she was going to say that. I know what the forklift driver response was going to be. It played out exactly the way it played out on March 23rd. Exactly. Even the argument at the opposite end of the dock. It was the strangest thing that has ever happened to me. Now, I've had deja vu, but but that seems like you've been there before, but you don't know how it turns out. It feels familiar after it's taken place, but this specific moment, this was not deja vu. No, this was a replay. Facial expressions, responses about the supervisor in retirement. I almost wanted to change my question about the supervisor, but I decided not to. I decided to let it play out, but I knew about the stuffed bell peppers as soon as the receiver said, Hey, any thoughts? The OP left a comment I would like to add to this one. The feeling was identical. The best way I can explain the difference is that when I've had regular deja vu, it felt like I was being taken on a ride and I had no control, and please take this statement with a grain of salt, but this experience didn't feel like I was being taken on a ride. I felt like I was a god. I felt like I had this moment in my hands, and I knew exactly how it was going to play out. One minute or less. For one minute or less, I had an experience that is well beyond my comprehension. Now... I'm not a very spiritual individual, and I don't typically experience paranormal activity, but this? I simply do not know. Hey there, friends. I hope you guys enjoyed this fantastic collection of Glitch in the Matrix stories. These, from what I can tell, are the favorites of a lot of you guys, so I'm fine with that. Kind of my favorite too. Uh, really fun stories to read, so I hope you guys enjoyed. If you did, you know, let me know in the comments. I Comments feel like they've been lacking lately, so you know, just say hi. Tell me how you're doing. Which one was your favorite of these four? You know, just talk to me, I guess. <laughs> well, if you did enjoy this collection and would like more content like this, or content that's so vastly different, it's like comparing Wiffle Iron... Um, no. Waffle Irons to Wiffle Balls. Wiffle irons to waffle balls? What? Anyways, if you liked this and want more, please continue joining the Nevermore. All you gotta do is hit that subscribe button and the bell icon next to it. 
You can also support the Nevermore by going to any of the social media links down below or supporting me on Patreon or Coffee. All optional, all genuinely appreciated. Thank you to everyone that supports this channel, and thank you to all my my friends that are willing to lift me up and keep me going on this. It's because of you guys that I just keep moving on. So, oh, that's it, friends. I hope you have a great week. I hope you or correction. Hope you have a great weekend. And yeah, maybe you got something planned. Maybe you don't. I don't know. It's kind of cold here right now. The weather's beautiful. It's like 60, I think. It's going to be like 80 later, but, you know, whatever. All right. I will see you all in the next video. But until then, much love and sleep well.